This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. PJ, where are you taking us for player pass? Guys, we're going player pass in the NFL week 11 upcoming. So I'm just going to read out some lines from these NFL games, and you tell me at the current number if you would play or you would pass. Thursday night, the Packers at home are minus three against the Titans. Would you guys play that right now, or would you pass? Uh, I played it, so this actually opened last night at 2, and I was so excited just to see the Packers favored in a football game for what seems like the first time in three years. Uh, I played it immediately. I love my narrative bets. You have Matt LaFleur going against his former team. You have Matt LaFleur going against his good buddy, Mike Vrabel, and you have Green Bay at home, short week. So I would be betting this team. I would be betting the favorite at home on the short week anyway, especially the way that Green Bay looked last night. If Christian Watson could stay healthy, Dude, there's not a receiver in the league that creates. I mean, there are, but he creates separation. And that's something the Packers haven't had in a long time. Well, Devontae. But other than Devontae in a long, long time, that's like what you wanted MVS to be. If he hangs on to the ball and he had two big drops in the first quarter and Rodgers went back to him, I think he could be the difference maker. And they finally gave the ball to Aaron F. and Jones. So Mm -hmm. I love Green Bay in that spot. I think they're back. They're back, baby. Trista, would you play Green Bay at minus three or Tennessee at plus three? I would play the under 42. Is that is that an appropriate response? Yeah, absolutely. 42. Play totals too. I would play the under in 42. that spot. Okay. I don't know, man. It's just one good game. Like yeah. I just don't know. You know, I, I'm, I'm looking need forward to, see, to watching. I'm gonna need to see more than just one good game yeah. against a bitter rival at the crib. Like I know you're back at the crib again, but like these Titans are. For whatever reason, I know. And they when these spreads are, are small, yeah. I like Denver a lot yesterday and they were up 10 nothing and Tennessee just came back and they, they just found a way. find they just ways find... to win Vrabel's a tricky little character he is you know what scares me so it's a pass for me it's a it's... pass for me as well Tannehill at starting quarterback I love even without Rashawn Gary I think they'll tee off on him because as long as Joe Barry again he didn't make the adjustments until the second half they were still playing that stupid uh zone coverage with the defensive backs playing 15 yards off the ball which I get you don't have Eric Stokes you have to play press coverage though and make life a living hell for Tannehill I guarantee in the second half, if they're struggling, they'll do what they did yesterday. They had some packages still with Malik where they were running RPOs with Derrick Henry. That could be huge trouble for Green Bay, who literally just can't stop the run. Yeah, and if a- you have Malik and Derrick Henry going at you, then I'll be a little nervous. But That's if it's Tannehill, love the Packers. Guys, it's been a long time since we've had a Jets-Patriots game with this much meaning. New England's in Foxborough laying three at home. The total is 33 and a half. Oh, my God. Tough to beat a team twice in the same season, let alone in a three-week span. 
Would you lay the three with New England? Would you take the Jets plus three over or under 38 and a half? Or would you just pass it? J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Jets for me all day. I agree. Jets, probably Jets on the money line as well. Plus 145. Yeah, I'd take it at three now. It was three and a half. And now it's dropped to three. I could see this going to two and a half. I think this you could finish it at like one and a half, I think. Just take the three. I like the three a lot. I'm staying away. Um, only Pass. because it, and I, I'm with you guys because I think the Jets are the right side here. But the only thing is it's Zach Wilson against, against Belichick. Bill Belichick. I totally and I've get seen that. that story, man, and it makes me kind of. It, I it, totally to me, it gives though, me it's the, also the Jets' defense against Mac. And Jones. that's no, another so true. thing. So true. Yes. Remember they had that mid off a couple weeks yes, ago. Yes, they did. Right, and it was it was the pick six negated by that rough in the pass where they yep. changed yeah. the entire game. Now New England is home this time, which could make a difference. We'll see what the weather in Boston is or in Foxborough is supposed to be like. But I do like the under. It just feels, say, me too. feels yeah. like a three-point game. And I know that's like a very low number, but it feels like it's going to go down even more. Yeah. Uh, th- this is pretty much a mo- must-win game for both teams. It might, or, or maybe both are already eliminated. We have the Rams the at the Saints next week, and the Saints are minus three at home. And this is a low, t- the Rams-Saints game has a total of 39. I know, man. It's crazy. The how Rams many and low. the Saints. How when you think Rams Saints, though, you think McVay, Sean Oh Payne. my yeah, goodness! Thirty nine is the total. Saints minus three. You guys playing or passing this one? Pass for me. I I can't. I don't even know who's going to be quarterback for the Rams. Like, is Stafford going to play? Like, Andy Dalton's doing his thing. Like, both of these teams are very mid for me. I have no feel on. It, it feels like an under thirty nine. Honestly, like I don't know how these offenses are going to function. Obviously, Rams losing to. Colt McCoy definitely hurts. And then they had another ba- uh, backup quarterback. Uh, who, was, who was the? Wolford. Was it Wolford? John Wolford. Yeah. Johnny Dub. I think it was. So anyway, um, yeah. I, I, I'm going to pass. pass. That I, I, I agree. I think the Rams are going to cover this number, but I think we could get a three and a half. Like you said, depending on what happens with Stafford. I think the Saints are probably going to go back to Jameis this week. Yuck. Um, Yuck. So I want a hook in this game. If I get a three Same. and a half. I'm going to take the Rams. A game with a three and a half is the Giants against the Lions. Yet again, the market just completely having no faith in the Giants, who are seven and two, playing the three win Lions, and the Giants are only laying three and a half at home. And the over under is 46 and a half. I think it opened at three and a half. So it's staying right there. Staying right there. I like the under. You know, Jared Goff on the road, I just don't like it all. I know that Bears-Lions game had some points last week, but that's because the Bears' defense, now they lost Roquan, Robert uh, Robert Smith's no good. And then you have the Bears, obviously, Fields, and that offense has been great the last couple weeks. But Daniel Jones and the offense historically is just not good at home. And Jared Goff, I think, is going to struggle against that defense. So I like the under 46-and-a-half. I'd like a three. I'd like a three. That's what I would like. Okay. I would take Giants minus three. Okay. I, I don't know if I'm going to get it, but I don't, I don't want anything. I don't know. Um, yeah, I bet the Saints uh, minus three. I like the Saints quite a bit against the Rams. Giants, Lions. Yeah, I didn't get my side. My, I didn't talk oh, about that game. Oh, you didn't. Sorry, sorry. I want, I want nothing oh, with yeah. I'm good on the my Lions bad. and the Giants. <laughs> my bad, my I bad. I don't want anything in that game. You guys can move on. Okay. We can move on past uh, it. Next game, Sun. Oh, this got, uh, no, Sunday Night Football. Chargers and Kansas City had a 425 next to it, but it is Sunday Night Football. Chiefs are minus seven at the Chargers, and the over-under is 49 and a half. What would you guys do with Chargers and Chiefs? 
in this matchup? Uh, I'd probably play the uh, Chargers again as dogs. I went against them last night, and it was uh, not the right decision. I know it's the Chiefs, but I don't know. They're at home. Herbert looked pretty good last night, even without Mike Williams and uh, Keenan Allen. So I'd probably go with the Chargers in this spot. I just feel like seven. I would wait, though, because it's probably going to go to seven and a half, I would assume. Yeah. I, don't, I, so? I, don't, I don't think it goes I do. down. You, these Sunday night games the last three weeks, Dolphins-Steelers, um, the game last night, 49ers and Chargers. And this then is 425, though, yeah? Chiefs-Titans. It says 425, but it's Sunday night football. Oh. All three of those games, the last three Sunday night That's games, weird. the favorite, the line is ticked up on Sunday throughout the day, and all the underdogs have covered. So, so I agree Bengals, with Ryan. Bengals-Steelers isn't Sunday night football? No, that's 420, unless they, no, they have the times wrong. So Chargers-Chiefs, yeah, Sunday Got night it. football. That's confusing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's very confusing to me. I'm glad that Bengals-Steelers isn't Sunday yeah, night no, football. Yeah, it's not. <sighs> Man, I can't, I, I would probably play the under 49 and a half. I like the under too. Yeah. That opened at 50. Now it's down to 49 and a yeah, half. Yeah, these are, I mean, this feels like a, a game where you would imagine, you know, two high octane offenses, but we saw this happen. Actually, when I was in Quebec, my first night, it was a Thursday night football uh, matchup between these two. Chiefs barely squeaked by, um, but a lot's changed for the Chargers. Multiple guys are now out. Mike Williams is out. Keenan Allen is out. They obviously, JC Jackson was boo boo and now completely gone. So, Obviously, different different team, different situation, but I would probably only play the under. Yeah, they're like 20-something offense, total yeah. offense this year. I think the, these totals are just still high because you think Justin Herbert and Austin Eckler and all these guys, but none of them are healthy right now, yeah. and they're not letting Herbert throw the ball down the field. He's just dinking and dunking. You saw it again last night. Oh, my God. So, yeah, uh, I'd go under. I love the under in that game. All right. And then uh, player pass, the Cowboys at the Vikings next week. Dallas is minus one. They're minus 120 on the money line. Minnesota's plus 100 over under 47 and a half. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I play Dallas in this game. I think this is a good spot for Dallas. I, I just, I, I do like them here. You know, Minnesota, um, they continue to win these games. I joked yesterday that they're like the TCU of the National Football League, of the NFC at least. They like should not win these games. Yesterday, it looked like that game was over. I even tweeted out and had to delete it. Uh, Bills win. Vikings cover America wins and then all of a sudden that thing happens with Josh Allen in the end zone I just I don't really know if the Vikings are a good team they're a very lucky team but Kirk Cousins was all over the place yesterday Justin Jefferson just made some ridiculous plays and Patrick Peterson stepped up and made some plays but I don't really love their secondary like the pass rush I just think this is a good bounce back spot for Dallas especially if they're able to get Zeke back I know that sounds funny but still I I still think Zeke's got some good football in him Nothing for me. I'm going to pass. You're going to pass? I don't like this number at all. I love Dallas. I don't like the number at all. I love them at minus one. Take them now. The Sharps are going to come in, and they're going to hammer this. That's why why I'm waiting, because I like like the Vikings. I'm going to wait for a better number. Okay, yeah. If I could get, like, a three, I would. I just hate the injuries on the defensive side of the ball for uh, Dallas, because, like, yesterday they had to play Micah Parsons like a traditional linebacker. Like, he was dropping back in coverage more. I really just want him rushing after the quarterback and making life a living hell for him. You can see that that was, you know, it was a much easier situation. 
situation for Aaron Rodgers. Like, Aaron Rodgers hasn't put up that many points in six weeks. Oh, yeah. I thought there was a good chance Rodgers was going to die yesterday originally. And, and you know, then because of injury. I mean, again, like, that, a lot went wrong for Dallas yesterday. For sure. And there was a lot of emotion in that game for Mike McCarthy. And it was just a cold-weather game at Lambeau Field. And Dak just doesn't play good in those spots. I know Minnesota's a tough place to play. But in the Dome... With that offense, I like them a lot. I think they win. Love Minnesota as well. Or excuse me, Dallas as well. Minus one against Minnesota. I think that's going to tick up. I think that could even be like two, two and a half at some point. So I think, Tristan, you're on the right side if you want to wait. And then real quick, guys, Monday Night Football is in Mexico City this week. 49ers at the Cardinals. San Francisco's minus seven and a half. Would you play or pass right now getting that key seven and a half with Arizona and the total 43 and a half? Do you know where it opened? Uh, it opened at seven and a half, I believe. I think I'd take San Francisco again. <sighs> the great spot to great spot to take it live. Um, this is a situation where I could see, you know, potentially a backup quarterback being better than Kyler Murray if yeah. he doesn't play. Right. I watched uh, Hard Knocks, by the way, Ryan. I am caught up. What'd you think of it? Oh, I mean, I still like Kyler a lot, but I don't like Cliff Kingsbury at all. <laughs> yeah, like, see, I like a, Kyler. Yeah, yeah, I like him too. I like him a lot. Like, I like that emotion. I like what he wants to do. And obviously, I love Buda Baker. Buda, they make Buda Baker into the Buda's star. Buda's the man. Buda's the man. man. But yeah, I like the Niners. I would love a seven. Them being in a neutral field is better. I don't think that the Cardinals winning yesterday's game really means anything to me. What do you guys think? I completely agree. I actually think Colt McCoy, though, is the better option. I don't think he's yeah. the better quarterback. I just think running McVay or McVay, uh, Cliff's stupid offense, yeah. I think he might be the better option. He yeah, might I be. agree. It's a pass for me. Uh, San Francisco, I could see, but being in Mexico City in that altitude, I, I don't know.